I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. It's about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. Join movement expert Aaron Alexander as he dives into the minds of the foremost innovative healthcare thinkers and movement masters on their approach to optimal health and wellness. Align Podcast. Welcome back to Align Podcast. My name is Aaron Alexander. In today's fantastic episode, I got to have my homeboy, Mr. Travis Brewer, on the show. Travis is rad. He is a renowned uh American Ninja Warrior, and he is a founder of a really radical company called Pie Movement, which creates athletic wear, uh, my absolute favorite pants I've I own, I would say, and uh, just just a, a pretty astounding individual in general. We get into his various stories of him breaking his body down to the point of uh, potentially not being able to ever walk again. Uh, and just leaving old jobs and kind of lifestyles that didn't serve him and his uh, his path towards where he's at now, which is pretty astounding human being, like I said. So I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. One of the top knee doctors in Houston. Uh, he you know does all the Houston Rockets and the astronauts, and you know he's the go-to guy. And he was basically, this is the worst knee that I've seen in over 20 years. And uh, and I was like, well, that's obviously not good. And um, he's like, you probably won't be able to um, move like you ever moved again. Probably to be able to never play sports again. Um, let's, you know, chance you won't be able to walk again. Thank you so much for tuning in to the website, aligntherapy.com. That's A-L-I-G-N therapy.com. On there, you will find various videos on functional movement and self-care practices. You also can jump on there and check out the show notes where we go in detail with any mentionable names that were brought up in the podcast or books mentioned or uh, just various different cogent points. We kind of put that all that together so that you guys can save yourself the time having to take notes. Uh, so thank you guys so much for tuning in. That's aligntherapy.com slash podcast. And I hope you guys enjoy that. Uh, quote that I got for you today is from Mr. Moshe Feldenkrais, founder of the Feldenkrais uh, method. He, so here it goes. The In order to change our mode of action, we must change the image of ourselves that we carry within us. Repeat. In order to change our mode of action, we must change the image of ourselves that we carry within us. Pretty fascinating when you start looking at the shape of your body, your structure, your posture, the amount of adipose or fat tissue you have or muscle or all these things. Are we recapitulating stories about ourselves is kind of an interesting question. If you believe that you are a go-getter or you're the person that finishes the race or you're the person that eats well or lives well or smiles or is the optimistic person in the group, then you end up uh, reaffirming that in, on a momentary basis and then that becomes who you are. So Moshe, Moshe however you say his name, he was onto some good stuff with that. Um, thanks so much for utilizing the Amazon affiliate link on the right hand sidebar of the podcast page anytime you buy some crap on amazon utilize that thing bookmark it and then every time you buy some stuff on there we get about seven percent gets just takes it out of amazon puts it into line podcast foundation and costs you absolutely nothing great way to support this podcast um, i think that's probably all in this conversation we start off with, uh, we, he actually ends up going, doing a hand-to-hand, -hand, which is like a acro maneuver where he climbs up my shoulders and goes up and does a handstand. And uh, I, we are still recording during that time frame and we're <laughs> discussing matters of life and things of that nature as he is doing a handstand in my 
in my hands. So uh, you guys can check those images out on Align Podcast on Instagram. That's uh, at Align Podcast, A-L-I-G-N Podcast. And then also on his page at TravisBrewer.Ninja. Check it out. Hope you guys enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will see some of you out in the Low Carb Summit in San Diego. I presume I'll be out there, I think, the 3rd through the 5th or 6th. And I look forward to meeting up with you guys down there. All right. Here we go. Oh, shoot. Last thing. This song we're going to lead you in with by a guy called Malik Berry. Just discovering this guy. Freaking amazing. Uh, This song is called On Fire. Every song that I've heard from him so far has been fire. So I hope you guys get a kick out of that. So I'm going to play you the intro of the song here. And then at the end will be the whole song for you. Check out Malik Berry. That dude is pretty on point. All right. Thank you guys. Back to the show with my man. Travis Brewer. Wait, 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 wait. Uh-huh. Bounce, 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 bounce. Yeah. Bounce, bounce. Very point this. Uh-huh. Bounce, bounce. Damn, I free, free. But damn, don't see me, see me. On the low, low, low. Steady, kind of lazy. I got the wave now. Rapping for my city. On my hustle now. I pray I see a milli. Podcast. Speaking of acro yoga, my girlfriend Leah Acro Russell is an amazing acro yoga teacher, and we do a lot of uh, acro teaching together. We've taught um, all over the world. We were in Jamaica teaching together, and Australia, and just last week we were uh, assisting at uh, Wonderlust. And um, she's running out the door, but we're gonna do a hand to hand. I think we should do a headphone yeah, hand to hand. Headphone hand to hand. Never been done on the Align podcast. Yeah. I'm sure it won't be the last time it's done on the live podcast, no. but it's definitely I the hope first not. time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe we should move this table a little bit. I'm wondering just with the wires. This is probably a pretty good I angle think gonna, here. I think it's going to work, yeah. yeah this is going to be okay. Let's uh, pull these guys as close as we possibly can go. So we are presently, this may or may not be edited out, this this talky part, but what did you say? Yeah. I just don't want to, I want to make sure that uh, you know Travis lives. Oh, I'll be fine. (laughs) You stand right here. (laughs) And I want to make sure that the wires live as well. I think a video and I can screenshot. (coughs) And if it would be possible, could you potentially do take pictures as you're doing the video or does that not work? That's possible. Possible. Do that. (coughs) Because this would be good, really nice, like, album art cover stuff. All right. So, recording live. Travis Brewer on my shoulders. I'm standing on his shoulders currently. (laughs) Looking down at his... It's real talk. And uh, going into his hands now. Wow. I am currently in a handstand on his hands. I'm and currently squeezing my sphincter very tight. And it feels good. This is great. I'm going to lower down and talk back to your shoulders. <laughs> Ta-da. That's just good podcasting right there. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, dude. Thank you. That was epic. I'm going to come forward. <laughs> yeah. All right. Leah, you good for one? Let's do it. You guys are doing one? Yeah, why not? Am I getting, so are we switching roles here? Yeah. Now we have Leah. They're doing some type of like salsa maneuver right now. I didn't realize how ridiculous this was actually because Leah only weighs 98 pounds. We we found this out officially last night. 98 pounds. 98 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) I love everything about this. Ta-da. You guys are just the sweetest couple I've ever seen in the history. Let's go free. The history of the world. There it is. Boom. That's real trust right there. That's real trust. Mm-hmm. This is the only way any podcast should ever be performed. I I'm think pretty so. Sure. 
what the hell? Why don't we have a camera crew here? I dropped the ball on that. We'll have to do another one. Okay. Leah's face looks so <laughs> anticipatory right now. <laughs> All right. Wow. Did you guys just kiss each other, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Only in Spider-Man. Take podcast. that, Spider-Man. Boom. Suck it, Spider-Man. All right, there you go. It's still recording. Well, thank you very much, guys. <laughs> thank you so much, Leah. <laughs> we'll see you, see you uh, really soon, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that was good. I don't think we need to edit any of that. Yeah, no. No, that was... <laughs> I think that was... <laughs> that was very appropriate. So, uh, yeah, you can check those images out on at Align Podcast and at Travis Brewer. Dot Ninja. Dot Ninja. Yeah. And that is uh, my Instagram and my website. And then Leah as well. And Leah, Leah Acro Russell. Stuff. Leah Acro Russell. Yeah. Um, what the hell were we talking about before you were upside uh, down? Just being Changing aligned environments with and all that stuff. Being aligned with movement, yeah. Just, yeah. So you, you busted yourself up pretty seriously. You were like told you were never going to walk again or something. Not walk again, but never going to be yeah. a ninja. Yeah, for sure. so if we, I guess we'll start uh, more at the beginning. Uh, I grew up in Houston, Texas, um, and did gymnastics when I was a little kid, um, uh, but only for a couple of years, uh, like in elementary and then middle school, and then I, you kind of have to make a hard decision if you're doing competitive gymnastics, you know, this is going to be your full-time job or not, you know, and this yeah. is what you do every day after school, and that was not, I guess, my calling in life at, the, at that time, so uh, I quit to play other sports, and uh, growing up in Texas, you know, uh, football, American football, uh, was a, a big a big deal. So I always wanted to play football, and so I played football. Uh, I played soccer. I ran track, and did lacrosse, and um, then played basketball outside of school. And and uh, soccer, I was on a, a state champion club soccer team. And uh, so just love sports and all kinds of different movements. Um, but my senior year on my club soccer team, I was on a breakaway with the goalie. The ball was chipped into the 18-yard box. I was like, oh, this will be cool. I know how to do a flip, and uh, it's just me and the goalie. I'm going to – the goalie's gonna about to dive for the ball. I'm going to kick the ball under the goalie and then try to flip over him and then we'll both the ball and myself will run into the uh, into the net and uh, it will have a victory and it'll be beautiful and you know Sports Center top ten you know what right else would you do? and of course that was my idea and the outcome was uh, significantly different he uh, uh, the ball did not go under him he actually the ball kind of got deflected off of his legs and he dove over the ball still trying to get it as I went under and then he drove directly into my leg so essentially football tackle straight to my knee as I was trying to flip over and I had I think one leg over one leg out uh, under and he just hit that leg that was under and just completely went backwards and tore my ACL LCL PCL uh, lost the nerves in my in my legs from the knee down couldn't wiggle my toes and uh, they was immediately sent to the hospital and uh, a knee doctor was uh, like, "This is uh, this is not good. This is uh, went to this uh, one of the top knee doctors in Houston. Uh, he you know does all the Houston Rockets and the astronauts, and you know he's the go-to guy. And he was basically, this is the worst knee that I've seen in over 20 years. And uh, and I was like, well, that's obviously not good. And um, he's like, you probably won't be able to." Um, move like you ever moved again probably to be able to ever play sports again um let's you know chance you won't be able to walk again and i was like oh so we had immediate surgery and was able to walk again um and start moving and i was under the impression that you know as a i think i was you know, 
18 or something like that, you know, like as an 18 year old kid, you still think you're invincible. I was going to like, well, I'm going to prove everyone wrong and come back bigger, faster, stronger than everyone. And that was definitely not the case. I went off to college, uh, tore my knee my freshman and sophomore year, my, uh, LCL and my PCL. And, uh, really took me, you know, a good solid three years to realize that like, you got to respect the body and, uh, and you guys have to be more aligned and be ready for when it's ready. And so it taught me a good lesson to listen to that, but also that maybe, you know, playing professional soccer or a, a professional sport in America was not my calling, but I was super passionate about movement in general. And I was so confused really, because that's like, I really felt like my calling in life was to do something as an athlete, you know, or an alternative athlete. But at the time I graduated college in, you know, 2004, 2005, there was, there was no, there was no Ninja Warrior. There was no CrossFit Games. There was no uh, Instagram. There was no, uh, maybe YouTube was about to get started. I don't know when it got really started, but, um, and there was no like, you know, Spartan races or any of that kind of stuff. So I was like, man, all right, well, it doesn't look like I'm going to go to the NBA or the play baseball or football, you know, and that was kind of the only career path I had. And so I was like, well, I want to have a good life where I can, you know, like uh, uh, be, you know, successful. I followed the American dream of needed to, you know, make a lot of money and, you know, have that nice house and everything like that. And uh, so I worked in commercial real estate. I felt like uh, you can, you know, make some deals and, and, uh, make a lot of money doing that and so I did that and uh for most of my 20s like uh for like seven eight years or something like that six years um and was I found success but not happiness and and uh and the market crashed in 2008-2009 and um and so I eventually lost my job, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, not at the time, but you know, three or four years afterwards, it was, and uh, forced me to really find something that I was more excited about and creative about. Um, and so, with movement in general, not playing, you know, after college, I I, I got into uh, since I was trying to fix the knee so much, I really got into like. Uh, how the body works, and also rehab uh, um, with the knee and the other body parts and stuff. So I really had a foundation of personal training, and uh, I was doing strongman stuff for a while and doing some other just kind of like functional movement. So that was the good the good thing out of it was I was able to just kind of start training uh, body weight movement, weight training movement, um, just all kinds of different workout. It gave me a, I think like a good foundation to continue. Is there anything that stands out for healing tissue and coming back from, especially with something like that, where like the prognosis is really bad? Is there anything that sleep, light, barefoot, protein, water, like what's <laughs> hugs? Like, what, is there anything that's like, I think there, or is it just optimism? Like, what, is there anything yeah. that stands out? You know, I, I'd say if you had to distill it down, there's a, there's a lot of things, you know, like I think definitely uh, uh, rehab and strengthening it to a certain level are, are extremely important, you know, rest. Um, and, and, you know, uh, but more importantly than all that, listening to the body, you yeah. know, the body has the answers. And then beyond that one, I listen to my body, but I think it's also, it's, it's mind and body that you have to align. Ironically enough, mm -hmm. um, I, my, 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 my mind was telling me that I still wasn't ready. My mind was telling me I always need to wear a knee brace and I wore a knee brace almost until I was like 
like, I don't know, five, six years after hurting it just because I was terrified, paranoid, like uh, worried that I was going to hurt myself again. And I, in the last four or five years, have done way crazier stuff than I have ever done in my 20s. Um, and that's really just because I was like, you know, I have to live with no regrets. If I do end up hurting myself or doing what I'm doing, then it happens. But um, I um, I just had to go all in on just like believing that I can I ha- I can do this and, and, and have to go full force and just strengthen it to the best that it can be. And, and it, it is how it is now and just continue to move forward with like that vision that uh, – what's going to happen is going to happen. So just, you have to go li- live life to your fullest. So how do you listen yeah. to your body now? Before we did this, I came by and it was great. Cause I had the opportunity to hang out in the backyard and swing some maces and shit. And you went up and did like a little meditation thing, which is just like, that's exactly how I'd like to start almost every, <laughs> anything that I do with anybody. Yeah. But is there any, some practices that stick out for you for listening in? Uh, yeah, I think one of the, one of the most grateful practices I started was a meditation practice. Mm. Um, and, uh, so in back in 2009, when the, uh, I lost my job, I decided to go back and get my MBA, like I said, but I was really doing a lot of self discovery. And, uh, it was right around the time Steve jobs had passed away. And I read his book, um, his autobiography and, and, you know, he seemed like a very, you know, connected or driven dude. Obviously he really changed the culture of, know america or the world for at, at one yeah. or at one one or two points in his life um and i was just interested in learning more about him and i think one of the more fascinating things i learned from him was he took a sabbatical to india that really kind of i think maybe aligned him to be more connected with uh, his vision or, or purpose and uh it was uh, a book that he read it's called autobiography of a yogi um what he traveled through India with is is what the book said and then I also have read that he uh, also gave that book uh, to everyone at his funeral wanted to make sure that everyone at the funeral had that book and I was and I was like well clearly this was something very important to him in his life and I was like well I can all that'll be the next book that I read so I read that book and uh, that story is essentially Yogananda um, brought a Kriya Yoga practice um, to the West and started some centers based around, um, uh, based around, um, basically not uh, basically around self-realization and self-actualization of, of, of who you are and your purpose. And I decided to, uh, as I read in that book, I, I realized that they have different centers and there's one actually on the way to Malibu where I was going to school. So I was like, well, that's pretty interesting. I'll have to check out the center. And, uh, and in doing that, uh, the Yogananda has a lesson plan. It's a three and a half year lesson plan where he has his different, um, lessons that you could, you can learn each week. And so I decided to apply for that. And since I was already in school, why not do another one? And that was really, I think, transformational, um, that and a couple other books. Uh, Can you remember what the lessons were? Yeah. By I chance? I mean, yes, the lessons were, I mean, it, it covers so many different topics. I mean, it's, you know, it's... Um, or maybe just something that stands out for you as far as like this was... Yeah, I mean, it's over three years, so we cover almost everything, but it's like, you know, why are we here as humans? You know, what is our purpose? Well, why, 
you know, why is meditation good? How should we meditate? What, you know, what are some energetic stretches? You know, what, what are good food to eat? You know, what is, you know, it, it just covered a broad range of topics. So it was just, um, a guide to life as a human, yeah, you know, good. and more importantly, like not just as a human, but like what, what, you know, they, they kind of major philosophies of it was just, you know, every major religion, you know, for the most part has, you know, believes in a God or a creator. Um, and beyond that, like, uh, you should treat others how you'd want to be treated. You know, we are, we are all one. So like we're all, we all are uh, the same and we should treat others and, and raise each other up. And the best way to do that is find your purpose in life and create community and share your gift to the world. Yeah. And I was like, well, what do I love doing more than anything? It's movement and sharing positive movement and creating community around movement. And that's what I want to share with my gift to the world. So that I, I decided that that was going to be my, my gift and purpose to the world. And, uh, so I started a clothing line, obviously, you know, positivity, uh, in movement and, um, and just started training, started training calisthenics and ended up doing performances and ended up being, uh, uh, world champion of the World Calisthenic Organization Battle of the Bars, and then I uh, Ninja Warrior was was uh, becoming more popular on television, and a friend was like, "You should you should try out for the show," and and uh, I didn't know much about it, but I I was just training at there's a parkour gym called Tempest that opened up maybe about three four years ago, and I started training there, and I met one of the top uh, ninjas. Uh, uh, Justin, uh, James McGrath. And, uh, we kind of met at a gym and he's like, Hey, you should get on the show. I can see if I can get you on. And essentially got me on as a walk on and, uh, kind of a last second. It was a pretty crazy story. Like there was like, you know, over a hundred people on a walk on. And, uh, but that, that, that weekend they were filming in Venice. They didn't get through all of the people because they were one of the obstacles had broken and one of the second obstacles. So they had to run like the last 15, 20 people the second day. Uh, before they filmed the city finals and so they let someone go through and they basically were like all right we need to make sure this obstacle is 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 working we have our tester do it but let's get like one of the contestants just to make sure it's legit and so they threw me on there at the last second and uh, I actually beat that obstacle and went all the way through and made the top 30 made it to the city finals and they were like oh wow your your buddy's pretty good and and that's how I got on the show and um, I've done Ninja Warrior for a number of years and uh been really enjoyed that process and being on Ninja Warrior and um, it has helped me to actually start uh, another Ninja tour. Um, I think one of the beautiful things about Ninja Warrior is that it allows you to, you know, showcase and uh, meet incredible people and I think the producers do a great job of, of telling the stories of all the competitors and selecting amazing people. Uh, I think one of the, one of the problems are not in problems but one of the uh opportunities i thought i saw on the show was be able to access more people than just showing on television but you know is we film in the middle of the night and i wish that we could meet more people doing it and so uh myself and some other top ninjas we came together and we're like what if we could kind of create like a spartan race you know like where anyone could run it as opposed to you have to be selected and only like you know one percent of the people that apply get selected what if anyone could run the course and and also kids and like we want to work with kids to make uh, kids have the opportunity to meet us and be trained by us and and I'm so passionate about helping kids and and and, and adults find their their positivity through movement and so um, Noah Kaufman um, helped start uh, the Wolf Pack 
uh, and him and Ian Dory and uh, Brian Arnold uh, and Megan Martin were the Wolfpack, and and uh, I was like, I want to team up with you guys and like let's let's start our own ninja tour. And so uh, I was really excited to help them on their journey, and we uh, created the Wolfpack Ninja Tour, and it's now a real thing. We raised some money through some investors in New York, and we have our own ninja tour where it's a weekend event where kids can run. Uh, and be trained by us in a kids course and then adults can run the course as well and try to compete with the top ninja warriors uh, and uh, and then there's prize money we did over fifty thousand dollars in prize money and uh, um, I'm gonna take on the task of helping create like a halftime show where you can come and watch you know Cirque du Soleil style performing and hand balancing and uh, flips and tricks and parkour and all that kind of stuff and it's really cool to just be a part of uh, a, a huge greater movement um, and be responsible to see where something grows. So that's kind of where the, my evolution and path has taken me. So, Can you get into a little bit of the um, training for something like, like obstacle course racing? Like, I mean, You'd think that probably the training is just doing obstacle course racing, but yeah. is there some other components of it that are relevant to staying, keeping your joints integrity and such before just hucking yourself yeah. off and, you know what I'm saying? Oh, totally, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, rewind three, four years ago, there was really no ninja gyms. And yeah. I think now, it's crazy. I think in the last two years, there's like over 100 ninja gyms across the country now or something like that or or something around there. There's a, there's a They're popping up all over the place. And uh, so if you really want a ninja or obstacle course gym, there there might be one in your town or your state. Um, Soon to be built by Pi. Yeah, you know, and... Exactly, and <laughs> there's definitely some being built, and I'm super passionate about building them as well. So, uh, I'm in the process of you know talking with other people to help continue to build these things. But other amazing people have built some as well, and um, uh, there's many different approaches to training obstacle courses. You know, obviously training on obstacles is the most direct way to get familiar with obstacles. But with if your if your goal is to be on Ninja Warrior. Also, be in mind that n n obstacles will always train, so, uh, always change. I'm sorry. So it's also just important to just be as functional as possible. Yeah. And so I take a philosophy more on functional training, yeah. and that's just really not only being as functional as possible, but I think it's important to have fun and have as much fun in your functional training. And so with that being said, it's like you know, swinging on monkey bars, for example. Like you know, how can you know swing on monkey bars forwards and backwards? See, can you, if you can skip a monkey bar as you swing frontwards and backwards, you know, can you crawl on top of them? Can you handstand on top of them? There's so many different ways that you can, you can, you can move. You know, another, another challenge is, you know, it's like, uh, I, I train, there's an amazing gym here in Venice called Paradiso CrossFit and, uh, it's a CrossFit gym, but they let me do my ninja functional training, um, on Tuesdays from two to four. If you guys are in LA, come check it out. Uh, just five bucks. And, um, That's great. And we turn the gym into a different modality where it's like, hey, we have the box jumps. Well, what if we could, you know, handstand on the handstand walk on the box jumps? Or what if we could, you know, set up handstand canes uh, next to the, the blocks or like instead of just a rope climb, like what if we could swing from like Tarzan from one rope to the other and then swing from a rope to a ring, a ring to a bar and then back, you know, just creating a little obstacle course around, you know, jumping on a medicine ball. You know, carrying a medicine ball uh, uh, while swinging on the rings. You know, it's just different types of like fun training, like almost challenge training of wh what you can do 
with with the body and 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 being connected with that I think that mind body connection yeah. and I think one of the one of the if I could give any feedback on anyone that's trying to train for a uh, you know an OCR or a ninja warrior being able to train obstacles uh, or or movement is is important but also be able to do it with a higher heart rate you know so like I think that's one thing you know be, do it under pressure if you really want to do competition if you don't doesn't really matter but uh, you know it's you know I think. Do it under under a timed environment um, with pressure is also it's a mental challenge just as much as a, a physical to some for most people. So, yeah, the the creativity component I think is the really to me the most inspiring part and the most sustainable part of it. And you, you can see like there's a one study with a bunch of people that did electromyographs EMGs uh -huh. and they were measuring uh, pain points in people's bodies, so they're like around their spine. And it's like, okay, I have a lot of pain like right in this area of my back. And they do the EMG on it, you look at it, and you'd think it would be like lit up. Yeah. And what they find is that it's it's like blue cold. Huh. You know, it's just that it's disassociated or disconnected from their body, wow. which manifests, turns into pain. Okay. You know, and so some of the things that we end up doing, we end up perpetuating, exacerbating all these same movement, bicep curl, leg yeah. extension bullshit. And meanwhile, we have this, these vacuous shadow spots in our body that we never even really access yeah. until all of a sudden you have to wiggle yourself up a rope. <laughs> you <know>? Totally. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, uh, one of my other really uh, passions is acro yoga. Yeah, and that's dude, how we so actually kind of connected was uh, down at Santa Monica Muscle Beach at the Acro Greens. You know, we just kind of met through community and other friends who do acro yoga. But acro yoga is great because it also like you you use muscle groups and stability muscles that you would never yeah. like use before you know like put someone bird is when you have someone essentially doing plank up on your feet you're laying on your back and your legs are straight up and what we call uh, l basing and uh, you have someone with their hips on the feet and uh, chest up feet up um, you know you almost called like an airplane with the, you know someone a father and son would do or uh, with their child, uh, you know, we do as adults and, you know, and it's crazy. Even just the stability point of like going left and right forwards and backwards to keep someone up on your feet balanced to begin with is like, uh, I remember the first time I did it, I was like, Oh man, it's like similar to like the first time you walk on a slack line. You're like, Oh, I should be good at this. I can see other people that are great at it. Nope. You, you need to learn like everyone else. Like you got to work these stabilizer muscles. You got to awaken these muscles that you never used before. Yeah. Same thing when I was on a slack line, you know, I was like, on it, ironically enough, I was, I do so many handstands. I could handstand better on a slack line than I could walk on it when I first tried it, you know, like just cause it was, you know, I use the stabilizer muscles of a handstand all the time for like majority of my life. And so like, uh, it's just practice and waking up the body, you know, and like using these different, uh, muscles in, in, in your core that, that most people never use and um you know it's it's really beautiful so what's your morning routine like morning routine is is uh i do a, a meditation every morning and uh i've been doing that for i don't know over four years now and to originally to hold myself accountable is i, I would not uh eat any food until i meditated mm -hmm. and so uh because you know if you start eating checking email and uh you know uh, you know, take a shower or whatever it is, then you're like, oh, then your day's gone. And you're like, oh, you already feel like you've, you've uh, maybe missed your opportunity. So like, hold yourself accountable. Um, and so that's a little ninja trick that I've, I've, you know, uh, 
made a deal with myself and do that. But I, I do a meditation in the morning um, as well as uh, stretch every morning to just kind of uh, energetically wake up the body. Um, often I, I, I try to log a couple minutes uh, reading a book in the morning um, and, uh, and I write in a journal. And that's my morning uh, routine. Um, and with the journaling, it's it used to be just... Um, I didn't know what to write about at first. You know, I think a lot of people are like, well, what do I journal about? And so then I was just like, oh, what was my favorite part about today or yesterday? And what do I want the favorite part about today to be? And um, Or what is my least favorite part? Or what do I want to bring into my life? And so I would kind of basically like bullet point, you know, this is, this is what I loved about yesterday, this is what I didn't like, and this is what I want to bring more of in my life. And then it changed more into just kind of being more connected with my intuition and having, you know, like reaching some goals. Like, I want to bring this into my life. And, and, and you know, maybe it's a deal or it's a partnership or it's a, uh, a new business or something like that. And when these things would start happening, I'm like, oh, wow, I do really have the power to do anything if I stick to it and have the, the willpower to never give up. And then from there, it was like just being more connected to my intuition. And I think writing more of like uh, writing from my intuition of like what I need to either learn or, or hear um, as I've evolved, I guess. And so that's kind of where it's transitioned now. But just just write to just yeah. connect, you know. What was the last thing you put in the journal? Did you did I did I mess up your journal this morning? Um, the last thing I wrote uh, was literally just uh, it was kind of a mantra at the end, you know, just continue to, to share the, the positivity and movement, you know, and be a spirit ninja uh, to the world. And um, and it's kind of how I usually sign off a lot of my writings at this point. So that was actually the, literally the last thing that I wrote. Cool. And then the specifics of the meditation, something that I've, I think meditation is an easy thing to forget about because oh. you start the ante too high yeah you know you're like i'm gonna do 20 minutes and then yeah. you get to like like everyone's like i don't fucking have 20 minutes everyone come on yeah it, <laughs> so like what is what is the meditation practice and and what's what's the practice of getting into it as well to yeah kind of well you know I, it's it's so interesting because like meditation is so different i think people are like convinced that meditation has to be you know sitting in silence and you have to be in lotus and you have to have you know instant burning and you know like you know if your cell phone rings then you've you've or you think about anything else but nothing then then you've lost yeah. and that's not the case at all like I, I i read this uh great book um uh by neil donald walsh uh, conversations with god yeah i love that book great book yeah and he's written a ton of other books is it legit is it legit the book ah, who knows <laughs> it doesn't matter really. it doesn't matter yeah <laughs> Uh, it's legit to him, yeah, right. you know, right? <laughs> I just pretended it was legit. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know, but like, I'm just, it feels better if I just assume it's God. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and he, uh, um, but you know, he essentially said that meditation can be, you know, walking the dog. It can be, you know, it can be jumping on a trampoline, you know, it can be, uh, it can be sitting in silence, you know, like, uh, often I actually find, like driving, driving a car, a meditative yeah. state, like just no music, just think, having my thoughts to myself, being like just kind of cruising down, you know, cruising down the road and just like, oh, I, I, w I will just kind of be free, let my mind wander um, uh, is a beautiful space. But th typically in the morning it, I do stretch uh, and then I sit in silence. Uh, I do close my eyes and 
I have a mantra that I uh, say to myself and um, and uh, I do the time always varies but just try to get uh, presently unpresent and just just listen in yeah. tune in I guess or tune out whatever you want to call it uh, and I just make an intention setting every morning of like this is what you know this is my game plan for the day this is why I'm alive as yeah. opposed to oh shoot I gotta like do these I woke up late I gotta do these 10 things you know it's like a job's not to put out fires your job is to live your purpose and so how are you gonna live your purpose today right this is what I'm doing and why yeah for people that don't know what the heck the conversations is it legit thing the conversation we've got it's what was his story he was kind of a story like you in a way right in the sense like he had like his job was not exactly what he wanted to be or whatever and then all of a sudden he had this like epiphany moment and started asking questions and God was talking to him and he pretty much just transcribed he he yeah. asked questions God spoke yep and he wrote the book <laughs> yeah more or less I, I, th I think he had like just gone through a divorce and had lost his job and I think it was probably in his 40s or something like that uh, late 40s or early 50s and was just uh, at the end of it um, was really just not even stoked to be alive and uh, and was just kind of about to throw in the towel uh, literally and figuratively and and at that point I guess he uh, you know, heard a voice, uh, and God had said, you know, I've always, you know, he basically was just like, you know what, God, why have you forsaken me? You know, I, you know, I've, I've, you know, I've, I'm at the, at the end of the road. I'm, I'm, there's no point in living. And he was just like, well, you know, there is a point of living and I've always been here. You just haven't been listening. And he's like, oh, okay, well, you know, what's the point? What's the point of living? And they, they essentially started a conversation and he's like, well, uh, you know, essentially God told him that he was supposed to write a book and so he just started writing uh, and transcribed these books and sent them out and it's uh, I think there's three volumes and uh, it's been a bestseller and uh, you know it's it's he's wrote a number of other books and uh, you know I appreciate what he writes I think it's pretty cool so. yeah yeah, it's uh, there's another book called Paradise Made in Hell. Uh -huh. Have you ever heard of that uh -uh. one before, by chance? So Paradise Made in Hell is all about people in going through like World Trade Centers or various wars or firemen or whatever that go through these situations that are you know just absolutely terrible, yeah. horrifying. And what they find with that is, generally speaking, those end up being the most memorable moments of the people's lives, and also they end up finding like this comfort in those moments because they end up having this deeper connection with themselves and those around them, mm -hmm. you know? And so it's so easy when we're in these insulated worlds yeah. to never really contact ourselves or never really contact any type of higher consciousness or God presence or whatever it may yeah. be, uh -huh. because you're just, you're just, you're fed enough. You're yeah. warm enough. You're cool enough. You, you have enough money. Yeah. But sometimes those moments where it's like, you're at that rock bottom. Yeah. That's when all of a sudden, life starts to manifest oh, in a way i couldn't agree more like i think if you when if and when you hit rock bottom you really understand who you are and you know what you're willing to fight for yeah. and what your what your purpose is and you can understand like understanding the darkness you appreciate the light and uh going through dark times you really um you really just say why am i here mm. and do i want to be here and, you know, quite simply, you know, it's like I've been there or just like, oh, I don't really feel like living anymore, you yeah. know. Um, but if I was going to stay here, why? 
and what's my purpose? You know, it's like you don't really answer yourself when things are good. You know, you don't ask that question. You know, you're just like, oh, cool. Well, what can I buy next or who can I impress or what, you know, what can, right. you know, well, I'll work harder to get these things, you know, and it just comes, you know, it's just almost a rat race at that point. You know, so it's just like, yeah, you really like ask the hard questions when you have hard times. Are there any mental moments of where you were on the, the precipice of exiting the world? Yeah, like, uh, um, yeah, a couple of years ago, I went through a really hard time and uh, was just really just thought like it wasn't ever going to get better. And what I uh, and and I wasn't really like. I was going to have my freedom taken away and didn't think that it was like worth living for if that was going to happen. So, um, it really just was like, it was really a, a point where I just had to decide, you know, what, what is the point and why am I here? And, and, you know, I, I think on a smaller magnitude, it was when I lost my job, that was a dark time. Cause I was just like, well, I have no, what, what I have no, I don't know what my purpose is. And then, uh, just like, you know, two years ago, it was more of like, uh, you know, why again, you know, what is the purpose? But it really gave a foundation to, um, I think becoming stronger and being better and like really just like, okay, well, this is why I'm here and this is my purpose. And like, if I do this every day, I will feel alive, you know, and, and no matter, it, it's not like a, a number, it's not a, a, an amount. It's, it's, it's just, it's just being, you know, and if I do this and I be this every day, this will make me alive. And so it's really, I think, changed my perception on, on the purpose of, of, of creating. Yeah. How'd so. you, re how'd you recover from, you know, I, I did a lot of like uh, working with, you know, uh, you know, there's some beautiful people in this world. If you believe in, you know, spirit world or not, you know, there's a lot of body workers, massage therapists, like, uh, uh, there's also a lot of, um, you know, psychics and mediums and, and, uh, people who are healers. Um, and so I worked with a, um, a number of different healers, uh, to really get that dark energy out of myself mm. and understand it as I was going out. Um, I worked with a couple of different energy healers that were really transformational, wow. um, in bringing, I guess, me, uh, even back to a brighter light. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Does anything stand out as far as the the sessions or the work or any practices that maybe people could be thinking about with themselves? Or I think a lot of times people are carrying yeah something that's shrouding their light and they don't even realize it. Yeah, there was a you know um, there's this amazing lady. Uh, her name's Angie, and she does foot reflexology, and so kind of understanding who you are essentially by knowing your chart and being able to literally like read your palm or read your feet can understand who you are and your purpose and uh, your, your choices in life. And, you know, she was super, she's been a dear, dear friend for a number of w years. And there's another lady named Sabine who works, uh, just with energy work in general and helps just clear energy and, um, has a, a, a special gift. And, um, I think that was very helpful as well as just kind of working on myself, like through meditation and through healing and understanding that like, uh, I'm here for a reason. I'm here for a purpose. Uh, and just the studies and readings that I've done, uh, through convers or through self-realization center and Yogananda, it's just like, we, you know, you're here and this is your path. And like, uh, just a higher believing that we are all God, we're all creators and like you can create ultimately whatever you want. Yeah. You know? So yeah. As you were, s you were mentioning 
earlier you're talking about um, like we're all one yeah. you know and it is, I think that it's kind of like if you look at, at the human body you see you, you could confuse this 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 separation between like a liver cell or a brain cell or a yeah. heart cell or whatever but it's all part of the the same body mm-hmm. you know and I think with with people just the kind of like visualization that's popping up for me is figuring out what cell you are yeah cell you are I like <laughs> you that. know yeah, <laughs> you know, there's so many people that are that you're, you're actually a kidney, yeah. but you're really set on being a heart, uh-huh, you uh-huh. know, whatever. Yeah. It's like figuring out, like, I think if we can find that role that does suit us the best, then all of a sudden we start to come in congruence with the rest of it. And it's that confusion of what your role actually is. Like you have this potential, but you just have never really accessed it. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you've, upon you f- kind of finding your path now, is that something that is that describable? Is there like a one, two, three step plan for people to figure out what what cell they are? You know, it's uh, yes and no. I mean, it's it is going to be a different process for every person, I think. But uh, you know, it's it's kind of funny. It, like I also set that intention out. I think when I was twenty eight years old, uh, you know, if if you believe in astrological signs, you know, it's your Saturn returns. It's kind of like your 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 kind of your calling and your kind of you know it's maybe one of the different some say the different awakening in, in your in yourself and she's like well what is your purpose you know because it's like most of my twenties I was just really just living the living the life uh, you know like had a great job you know a bunch of friends you know you know work going to going to a great job doing well and coming back you know working out after work and then you know helping throw some parties and being super social and uh, you know, like had a nice girlfriend and all, you know, all those things and, uh, a ton of friends and, but it was just, it, I didn't feel fulfilled in any way. Um, and so at 28, I set the intention out of just like, I really want to figure out who I am, what my purpose is and what makes me happy more than anything. Like if like play the game, the world ends tomorrow or this weekend or at the end of the month, what would you do? Yeah. You know? And, and so I said, I gave my, I, I mean, I gave myself two years. I decided to go to school and figure out what I wanted to do. So I was like, by the time I turned 30, so I gave myself, you know, year and a half, two years of just like discovery. And, and through that, and that was reading a ton of books, reading, there's so many beautiful books out there on anything you ever wanted to learn or waste your time. You know, you take your pick, but like, uh, uh, I, f- I just really just went down the self-help and spirituality, you know, top 10 list and just kept going down and just, you know, wanted to figure out more of who I am, you know, Myers-Briggs tests, you know, to like, uh, um, you know, what color are you to what is your what is your number to like, you know, just understanding your personality, your characteristics, your like what what drives you, you know, like even just doing like, you know, like doing like a even like a five minute self-help quiz on like you know in Cosmo magazine will give you insight you know like reading your (laughs) like you know like it can be as simple as that to like you know doing like you know a super in-depth like you know when I went to school I was talking about like you know your your you know like super Myers-Briggs test you know like what is your ultimate personality and what is your what 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 are you how are you different than other personality traits as humans you know And, and understanding you better 
allows you to understand you better yeah. and, and, and know who you are. It's like it gives you at the end of the day, it gives you a type, it gives you a number, a color, a, a, a characteristic type uh, um, or but from there you and then what you would naturally be good at, you know, like I might naturally be good at marketing or accounting or our sales or, you know, like, you know, just knowing who you are better allows you to just be like, all right, well, if I have these skill sets that come more natural to me than others, then I need to build a team around me or I know my strengths and weaknesses. So if you're looking for a partner or a relationship or, or, you know, a friend or, or even just dealing with your parents, knowing like, hey, these are my strengths and weaknesses. Um, and this is how I can show up best. And this is how I can't to a stranger, to yeah. a friend or to your girlfriend, you know? And I think that that was, I think a recommendation I would give to anybody is just get to know yourself better. Don't be yeah. afraid. You know, some people run away from getting to know who they are as opposed to like, oh, I'm vice president of this company. That's who I am. Yeah. You know, like you're not a title. You know, you're, you're not your job. You're not even defined by who you date. You're defined by who you are and the choices you make. Mm. So understand that, and then you'll understand better of why you're really here. So. Yeah. Yeah, the, I was reading recently, and we'll wrap up here, uh, wrap up here pretty soon. What time do you got to be out of here? Do you got to be out of here now-ish? Um, uh, yeah, now-ish. Yeah, okay. we can do okay. another 10. Okay, cool. Sweet. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's what I got in here. Um, yeah, that's... That's worthy of worthy of pondering on. I um, was reading recently, not reading, listening actually recently of uh, Alzheimer's. One of the the preventatives for Alzheimer's is reading lots of books and mm -hmm. learning oh, wow. lots. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so throughout your life, and essentially the way they describe it is if you create multiple pathways uh. for information to pass, then if you lose a pathway, you have other routes. Smart. You know, and yeah. so it's like if you invest, it's like diversify your bonds. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. <laughs> you know, if, you, if you have all of the all your information is passing through this one kind of synaptic route. Yeah. If you lose that, you're you're done. Yeah. You know, and so it's a similar thing like you're describing physically. You know, if you can focus on that functionality and focus on that adaptability, then you're able to do kind of almost anything. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the same thing from a thought, like a cognitive experience. And I wonder, I'm kind of like running myself into a wall of how that relates to like sense of self. You know, if there's something there, if some kind of like, it's the balance of protecting, you know, but then sometimes you can protect your image or yourself or, you know, and that ends up actually squeezing it and pushing you away. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I I don't it. even know what I'm saying. No, <laughs> I, I got you. No, it's like, it's, it's it, knowing yourself is important, but if you don't know yourself, you also try to just be something that you think you are. And so if you try to be that, then you are ultimately hiding from who you really are and protecting what you don't know. Mm. And so, um, you know, I think that that happens uh, maybe more often than not of just, I don't know who I am, so this is who I am, and I'm going to protect you from really knowing who I am. Right. So. And sometimes you can get stuck on that for so long that as, as long as you're stuck on that, it kind of, it is like the protection. Mm -hmm. It protects you from the, the deeper whatever it may yeah. be, and you just lead with that to until eventually those interests or whatever. Mm -hmm. Is there any books that stand out for uh, for people as far as like something that's been? Yeah, I, I, um, I love like Autobiography of a Yogi, uh, Conversation with God was great. I love uh, a lot of Deepak's books, uh, mm -hmm. Deepak Chopra. Um, 
seven uh spiritual laws of success are great um what I, are you doing with deepak you're doing the what yeah is it, the jaya yeah deepak and his partner punancha have started an app called jayo right, um right. and uh they've curated a bunch of wellness experts uh, like dr mark hyman for functional medicine and tara styles for yoga and they asked me to be a, a movement expert which was a, such a huge honor i've always uh uh looked up to deepak and then i've I've become good friends with Punancha and, and such great people and honored to not only work with them, but have, I had the amazing opportunity of uh, not only sharing a stage with Deepak uh, to talk about health and wellness, but they had the option of being a human hologram and uh, they converted me as a human hologram in LA to on stage with Deepak and another amazing a group of experts in Florida, and cool. we talked about movement. Myself and Michelle Rodriguez were human holograms, and wow. uh, it's it's pretty cool. I, I, I'll send you the link for it. Yeah, I'd love it, to see that. Yeah, we can put in the show we notes. We put on the show notes. It was really cool. Um, but I'm going to be uh, with Jayo. I'm teaching uh, an acro yoga event uh, for the city of Beverly Hills on the 13th of, of August. So anyone then who is in L.A. Um, should come out for it. It's a free event. Uh Leah and I will be teaching that, so that'll be pretty cool, and I'm sure Aaron will be there as well. So, um, and um, you know, I I think just uh, another note I wanted to note on it's just kind of like you know knowing your strength and weaknesses allow yourself to just I think become better or partner with things that you need. To, like my business partner Peyton Wallace, for example, was ran customer service for for Tom's, and now he's helped me with uh, pie movement. Um, and you know, he wants to just, you know, uh, make, you know, the customers happy and he wants to, you know, make sure that we are like a community of like, that's connected. And so, um, I do a lot of the movement. He does a lot of, you know, like, um, he does a lot of like running, helping not only run the business, but, um, like the ultimate customer service. Cause like, we want to be, um, you know, we want to create a community that's, that feels connected and whole. And so. We, you know, we, we got some beautiful advice from uh, Sky Metzler, the old CEO of Menduka, and he's just like, if you have uh, great customer service, a great product, and a group of passionate influencers, you know, that's a great recipe for success. And, and so, you know, and knowing that, like, it, it allows Peyton and I to both excel in elements that we uh, enjoy, and as well as we've developed a great product. And so um, it's it's been really enjoyable to you know, just find uh, a balance within each other and, and continue to build a group around that from cool. there. So, Sweet, man. Thanks so much for yeah. for doing this. How do people, the pants, yeah. my absolute favorite pants. Thank you. They're make tremendous gift. Yeah. They're like they're everyone that I've worn the pants in front of has been, yeah, yeah, like thanks. it's pretty much everybody's favorite pants. Yeah, thanks. Um, how do people get involved? How do yeah. people get some pants? How do yeah. people learn more? It's pimovement.ninja or pimovement.com either one will take you to there um, also you can find more information about me travisbrewer.ninja that's my website or my uh, Instagram and then check out Wolfpack Ninja as well uh, Wolfpack Ninjas on Instagram or if you just google Wolfpack uh, Ninja um, tour uh, that'll that'll pop up and there's some great information I, I link that as well and then um, uh, also have to thank uh, Sun Warrior and Four Sigma, two two brands that I work with. That we uh, both have a mutual friend in Taro who works with Four Sigma. Check them out. They are awesome superfood mushroom company, and 
I couldn't be happier with uh, what Tarot's done with that company and what they provide for the world. So we could do an ad for Four Sigmatic right yeah. now, actually, because cool. that's I I do ads yep. from every time. Let's do it. So what the heck is Four Sigmatic? Four Sigmatic. <laughs> Four Sigmatic is an amazing mushroom superfood company, ran by our friend Taro, and they make incredible products. Uh, my friend Dana runs the social media for them, so plug them on social media. She'll write you right back. But no, they do incredible products. Uh, they make a like a uh, instant mushroom uh, coffee on hot chocolate is actually my favorite. Um, also smoothie mixes that will go in and. Uh, handful of other amazing products but just i mean if you haven't done more research on the power of mushrooms and what it can do for you when you're cooking food or or uh you know your your for your coffee or tea in the morning it's it's incredible like what they do and and they have their mushroom academy where you can learn more about it and uh they're they're an amazing company and uh, i look up to what they do yeah, yeah. me too so this <laughs> this podcast is literally yeah. brought to you by Forcing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, cool, man. Uh, we both got to get the heck out of here. Yeah. As much as anything else, are we good? I just want to say thank you, everyone who listened. Uh, yeah. I really appreciate uh, you tuning in and uh, hope you uh, follow us on our journey and we will continue to bring the best positive movement uh, and mind-body alignment that we can to you. So thank you. Cool. Over yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> And as you guys already know, you can jump on to foursigmatic.com slash align for 10% off of any mushroom product purchase. That's F-O-U-R sigmatic.com slash align. Utilize that align code for 10% off. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening in and hope you're having an absolutely beautiful day. Align Podcast. Thank you once again so much for tuning into this podcast. If you guys want to show some support, show some love for what we're doing here, um, you can jump onto the website, aligntherapy.com, A-L-I-G-N therapy.com. And then from there, a uh, couple things you can do. One of which you could actually donate through Patreon. There's a link on the right-hand sidebar of the blog and podcast page. Uh, you can utilize the Amazon affiliate link. Uh, anytime you or anybody you know buy some crap on Amazon, please and thank you. Bookmark that link. Every time you do it, we get something like 7% of your purchase and it helps support this show. It is awesome, so great. As well, something you could do that is ultra helpful if you or anybody that you know um, has ears and likes books, uh, tell them to check out the audibletrial.com slash align. That's A-U-D D-I-B-L-E trial.com slash align. And then from there, that is, uh, you get a free audio book from Audible. They have something like, I don't know, a bajillion different titles to choose from. Uh, one that I would recommend that I got from them was Shantaram. I, it's a huge book. And uh, again, all free, no matter what size the book you get. And that got me through, I listened to that as I was traveling through Morocco. And uh, just really, really amazing website. Uh, amazing service couldn't recommend it more and uh, it kicks us down some scratchola every time you guys utilize that free thing costs you absolutely nothing and you get a free audiobook and you support the show boom um thanks so much for reviews on itunes that's greatly appreciated and thanks just in general for listening thanks for supporting thanks for for spreading the word all right i can't express enough how much i appreciate all that if you guys ever have any questions or comments you feel free to email me directly at aaron at aligntherapy.com and i would love to talk all right see you guys Thank you.
Thank you for listening, and remember to join the movement by subscribing to the podcast. If the information has been helpful, please share and leave your comments in iTunes. Aaron personally reads each one, and it makes all the work worthwhile. Together, we will make a difference and continue to bring more powerful and inspiring messages to the world. Align Podcast. Wait, wait, wait. Uh-huh. Bounce, 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 bounce. Yeah. Bounce, bounce, very point this, uh-huh, bounce, bounce. Now my free, free, but them don't see me, see me. On the low, low, steady, kind of easy. I got the wave now, rapping for my city. On my hustle now, I pray I see a milli, milli, yeah. Yeah, you know we on fire, yeah. Yeah, you know we on fire, yeah. you know we on fire, Fans, they already know. I've been moving on the low. Uh, studio to the show. Down uh, the town, that's the base. Five minutes now, last kitty. That boy swabbing in my own lane. I think I'm hammered to the PDD. Uh, pretty Floyd with the hooks. I think I'm doing pretty good. I remember they didn't want to know. Now the stylist give me looks. Uh, yeah, all the models to the floor. Fashion week in New York. Said she wanted for St. Lawrence. But we could do sushi when I'm off tour. Yeah, she from Cali. Look like Gigi Hadid. Gucci girl, but she like Hennessy. Like Cardi girl, she's always on the scene. On the scene. Her mind is dirty, but she gets it clean. Yeah. We up, we no one come down it. Uh-huh. We up, we no one come down it. Yeah. We up, we no one come down it. Uh-huh. We up, we no one come down it. Am I free, free? But them don't see me, see me. On the low, low, steady, kind of easy. I got the wave now. For my city, on my hustle now. Pray I see a milli, milli, yeah. Yeah, you know we on fire, yeah. you know we on fire, yeah. you know we on fire, The whole world know we on fire. They ain't seen me in a while. I've been making money pile up. Studio the band, Steady cooking that fire. Flood the streets with a wave. I see my price going higher. I know the keys and the roost. My cheat code don't lose. I'm on J with a juice. Call me Heinz with a sauce. Can't catch up to a boss. You behind, you lost. I got the girls going wavy. They tsunami when they see me. I'm in the game, getting coins up. Mario Luigi. Oh, we steady on that hustle for our man, go to LA. Yeah, I'm a lot so okay, we no can't wait to them say. Yeah, one lane, move out, dine in, I'm TD day. Yeah, I took TD day, oh, I TD day. We up, we know one going down. 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 We up, we know one going See me, see me, see me on the low, low, low. Steady, kind of easy. I got the wave now, yeah. rapping for my city. On my hustle now, yeah. pray I see a milli, milli, yeah. Yeah, you know we on fire, yeah. you know we on fire, yeah. you know we on fire, The whole world know we on fire. Betty, Betty got the juice. Betty, Betty got the wave. Betty, Betty got the juice. Betty, Betty got the wave, oh, Betty, Betty got the juice. Betty, Betty got the wave, Betty, Betty got the juice. No sense, got the wave.